Hello, everyone. Welcome back inside Central Health Training Center for another episode of Broncos Now. As always, I'm your host, Sydney Jones. And coming up on today's episode, we'll hear from head coach Sean Payne and several players as they take a look back at Sunday's win. Plus, Broncos lead writer Eric Delala joins the show for a game recap. All that and more coming up. Broncos are coming off their first win of the season. We heard from head coach Sean Payton today following Sunday's 31 to 28 win over the Bears, and he detailed what he liked about Russell Wilson's performance. Yeah, he's one of those guys that, a lot like Drew in this way, that they kind of saw the game and the world and the work and the journey as glass half full, upbeat, you know, and, um, you know, at a time when you're down 21 points, you know, uh, that that momentum can swing very quickly, and, and he was, uh certainly you know feeling that confidence that hey just get us the ball here we go and and i think that's somewhat contagious the Broncos have seen success early on in their games this season in three of the past four games denver has scored on their opening drives and head coach sean payton talked today about that and what's led to that success you know we put together a list of 12 15 openers depending on the opponent you try to get a few personnel groupings in see how they're going to handle certain certain groups the other going to handle certain plays yesterday it was apparent right away you know we were going to get a lot more cover too um we thought that might be the case with some of the injuries they've had um and then it was just you know making enough plays the screen pass and third down was a big play by jaleel and russ and it was well blocked coach payton also talked about running back jaleel mclaughlin's impact on a sunday in his role um let's talk about jaleel you know he played really well he's one of the guys that got a game ball this morning um, he was explosive in the run in the pass. Um, man, it was, he gave us he gave us some juice, and so we'll continue to look at his role. Julian McLaughlin received a game ball following a Sunday's win, and today we heard him talk about his touchdown versus the Bears. For one, you know, Coach was was preaching to me all week. You know, patience, um, patience on these screens, patience on these screens, patience on these screens. So, um, I was just trying to let everything uh, develop. You know, Quinn got out there and he made a, a awesome block. You know, on the linebacker and. You know, it's just patience, just believing, you know, um, you know, that it, it's going to open up. And, you know, like I said, Quinn get, went out there and, you know, threw his body and did a great, an awesome job. Um, and, you know, he, he opened it up uh, for sure. But just really just being patient um, and letting everything develop. Um, like I said, those guys make it easy for me. Plus, head coach Sean Payton went on to talk about the adjustments he saw from this defense in the second half. Well, I, I think we struggled fitting the run in the first half. You know, they had 170 yards rushing. Their two top targets throughout the season ended up with big numbers more and commit. Um, but we were able to fit the run better. I think that noticeably helped. We got off the field on third down. Defensive end Zach Allen added to that by detailing what this defense needs to do moving forward. Yeah, I mean, we have the talent and we have the players. It's just a matter of us just executing better, like I said earlier. So, um, you know, like we, we saw flashes of it in the second half when we do it right, you know, we – we play at elite level and, um, you know, we just have to continue working it. Overall, Coach Payton's message to the team was not to be content and to continue to play with urgency. And I said this to the team just 15 minutes ago. I said, look, I'm encouraged that we fought back into that game. I said, but man, let's not, let's not finish today. All right. When we're done watching this tape and feel like, uh, that we're, we're content at all with, with how we play, um, too many things that, that still uh, are disappointing or things that we have to clean up. And the same thing offensively. You know, we stalled there for a period of after the first touchdown. You know, we went a third of the game 
struggling. Um, but that sense of urgency has to exist again this week. Um, you know, we're, we're going to play against a lot better teams here in the next month, month and a half. Now joining me here inside the Broncos podcast studio for a game recap is Broncos lead writer, Eric Delala. Eric, thanks for joining me today. First win of the season here. Yeah, it was a, uh, a good comeback, right? It was. It was, uh, looked a little dire there mm-hmm. midway it through did. the third quarter, but uh, credit to this team. They fought. They, uh, as Sean Payton said after the game, had every uh, opportunity, could have given in and uh, just kind of fallen to 0-4, but they, they fought back. So Nice comeback, offense, defense, special teams, all played complimentary football, mm-hmm. and uh, like you said, first win of the year. Yep. We were definitely on the edge of our seats in the press box. The Broncos tied for the second largest comeback in on the road in team history, so... Pretty nice little fun fact there. Yeah, it was, uh, I mean, listen, it uh, it got to a place where, um, like I said, it didn't look so great, but a yeah. um, couple of touchdowns in a row by the offense. Defense gets a big stop, then gets mm-hmm. the scoop and score. Um, and, of course, the you know, the fourth and one stop toward the end of the yeah. game was really critical. Without that, the Bears probably milked the clock down and, and could potentially kick a field goal going away. So um, we talk all the time, right, Sid, about these, game-altering plays, as Russell Wilson likes to call them, these small moments that can decide the outcome, win or lose. Um, the Broncos weren't able to make those plays weeks one or two right. in those two combined losses by three points, but they mm-hmm. made them on Sunday and uh, got them a win. Well, Eric, we have to talk about Russell Wilson. I mean, what a performance by him. He finished the game with 133.5 uh, quarterback rating. It was the highest QB rating for him as a Bronco. Yeah, he uh, he was really good. Yeah, he was. Um, and listen, I know the Bears had a lot of people out in the secondary, and yeah. um, you know, obviously not the the league's top ranked defense by any means. But Russ went and did what you're supposed to do when when you're playing um, right. guys who haven't been out there much before. And I thought one his on the field play was really good. Um, I think back to the second you know, that final offensive touchdown drive um, of the game, he faced three third downs. He converts mm-hmm. all of them, including a third and nine. Cortland Sutton, where he yeah. just throws a great ball into the end zone there. Mm-hmm. That was impressive. Has a nice throw to Marvin Mims to get the Broncos in field goal range. So right. those things were impressive. And then just his leadership. We, we've heard about that a lot since he's gotten here. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, Went over to the sideline when they're still down 14 points in the fourth quarter and, and saying, hey, guys, the Bears know we're going to win. I can see it in their eyes. And right. um, Cortland Sutton, Mike McGlinchey, they buy into that. Um, guys start believing again. Not that you know they completely lost faith, but when you hear your quarterback who's uh, done this so many times say, hey, I, we're going to win this football game, and mm-hmm. I think you really start to buy in. He moved into the top 10 all-time in fourth-quarter comebacks among quarterbacks. Wow. Um, so, yeah, a great performance from Russell Wilson. And if you look at all these efficiency uh, ratings across the league, he's near the top in all these categories. If you look at touchdown passage, passes, yardage, uh, quarterback rating, all those sorts of things – He's uh, near the top of the league. This is the Russell Wilson um, I think everybody's been waiting to see. Definitely. Eric, we saw the uh, Broncos score on their opening drive like we've seen you know, three out of the four games so far this season. But we heard head coach Sean Payton talk earlier about how after following that drive, the offense kind of stalled a bit. You know, They weren't able to find the end zone again until the end of the third quarter. What do you think really sparked that change in offense? You mentioned Russell Wilson's leadership, but how do you? what was the key to changing things there? Yeah, I think guys just started making plays. Um, I think obviously the Bears being up a little bit, maybe they you know, uh, allow you to, to get some of these shorter passes, but, mm-hmm. but Russ hung in there and made plays when he needed to. Um, you saw guys like Cortland Sutton, Jerry Judy, Julio McLaughlin, uh, Marvin Mims, they all st- stepped up and made plays. Um, that's what you got to do. 
when you're facing a deficit like that. Uh, and I, I think part of the issue earlier right. when you had the one drive where Marvin Mims fumbles the the kickoff yeah. and you start back um, in the shadow of your own goal line, mm-hmm. that that drive you never really get going. You've got another one where. Um, you know, penalties played a big role. So I think when the Broncos were able to kind of stay out of their own way, for lack of a better word, they were able to to find success. And, um, you know, you don't want to go that long between scoring drives. But right. I do think it speaks to the potential of this offense that when they get it going, they can get it going quickly. Um, and I don't know about you, Sid, but we were standing down there on the sideline, mm-hmm. and I don't think there was any doubt that the Broncos were going to go, go down and get points after yeah. that fourth down stop. It was pretty electric. It was, uh, it was fun. It was. Well, Eric, you mentioned Jaleel McLaughlin. Just want to talk about him for a minute. You know, he was really a bright spot, especially in the run game. You know, he he finished the game with over 100 uh, scrimmage yards. I think he averaged over 10 yards per carry. I mean, he's just been so fun to watch this year. Yeah, he's been uh, a nice surprise. And, you know, we've been talking about yeah. him during training camp and in the preseason. But to see it translate to the regular season is, is really impressive. Um you know, there's still areas that they're going to work to get him in more. Mm-hmm. Um, we'll see what, what Javante Williams' status is. But right. uh, I would imagine either way, uh, Jaleel will get some more work. But Sean Payton talked about, i got to be smart with where I put him. You don't want to put him in bad situations. Um, he mentioned kind of a, a pass-blocking situation where right. Jaleel's asked to, to block a guy that's a fair amount bigger, bigger than, than him. him. Um, yeah. So there's some situational things you got to be aware of. Mm-hmm. Jaleel, to his credit, just said, hey, I... They didn't put me in a bad situation. Right. I've just got to be better. Right. Uh, but, yeah, uh, bright spot. He's been really good. Marvin Mims, of course, again, with the big play, and we, yeah. we've seen what he's done all season. Uh, there are some, you know, it, it took maybe a little bit, but this offense, I think, is really starting to click. You're seeing these weapons, Corlin Sutton, Jerry Judy as well. Um, you know, Greg Dulcich, sooner or later, we would imagine, would be back. So yeah. Russell Wilson's got some uh, some toys here to, to work sure. with, and um, we'll just see if they can keep it going. Looking at the defense, Eric, you mentioned the scoop and score um, earlier. That was certainly the shift in momentum this defense needed. They really look like a different unit out there following that. It seemed like things just clicked for them then. Yeah, I mean, that was a, a huge play, and I, I think it was maybe two possessions before I tweeted, hey, this team needs a, a takeaway to win right. this game. Um, and you called they, it. They got it. Well, it maybe manifested, manifested it. Manifested it, yeah. Um, they needed that. They got it. Yeah. It was a first fumble return for a touchdown since 2019 when Kareem Jackson had one. Oh. So it had been a little bit. Mile, yeah. And, um, you know, typically when you when you have a big comeback, you need something like that to, to spark sure. you. Um, so, yeah, it was a big play by Nick Benito. I thought he had a really nice game. Mm-hmm. He's coming into his own. He looks kind of, you know, last year had his struggles. I know it wasn't the year he wanted, but right. in year two, he's looked like Takes a time. completely different player. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that was really good. You know, I do think – the drive before that, after the Broncos go down and cut it to 14, the Broncos are able to force a three and out and yeah. get the ball right back to the offense. Boom, mm-hmm. they go score again. That was also a, a critical moment because even if you don't allow points on that drive, if they grind a bunch of clock down right. um, and time off the clock, you might not have time to complete the comeback. So that was kind of a sneaky, important drive there to, yeah. to force that three and out. Broncos uh, then cut it to seven. You've got the scoop and score, and then, again, at the end of the game, that fourth and one opportunity where Alex Singleton knifes in there, yeah. that's a play where you've got to have it. And, mm-hmm. um, you know, I thought it was a gutsy call by the Bears. It surprised me a little bit, surprised both of us as we were yeah, heading down we to the down field. There. But, um, yeah, it was a, a big play in the defense over those final four possessions really stepped up. I think the, the question now is, um, you know, which – 
which defense is closer to what we see moving right. forward. And um, there's obviously a lot of things to clean up, filling, fitting the run gaps correctly, making sure there's good communication on the back end. If you get Justin Simmons back, it obviously helps with that. But um, yeah, if you get a defense that can play even close to the way it did over the last four possessions, this team's going to be in pretty good shape. Eric, you just kind of touched on this, but, you know, I know head coach Sean Payton said he was really encouraged by, you know, the end of the game performance by both the offense and the defense, but they can't be content here. I mean, how do they keep this sense of urgency like we saw on Sunday? Yeah, I think it, I think just watching the, the tape, they'll be able to stay pretty urgent because yeah. the first half, um, you know, barring maybe the first possession on each side right. wasn't great. Um, and then obviously it took till the third quarter to turn things around. Mm -hmm. um, I think, you know, this is a prideful group, obviously. I think if defensively you watch the film, you realize there's a lot of things to clean up. Yeah. Um, offensively too, I think from an offensive lineman perspective, these false starts were a big issue. Mm -hmm. um, that's a, something they've got to figure out. Sean Payton talked about the cadence and making sure they're all on the same page, page. there. Yeah. Those things I think are enough to, um, you know, to motivate you. And, For sure. you know, listen, a, a win is great. I think the message we'll hear later in the week is that uh, a win doesn't mean a whole lot if you then go out and lose this weekend. So um, there's a lot of motivation to go out and get a victory. Um, as we heard Garrett Bowles say, when this team plays together and plays complementary football, they can be really good. You've just got to see it for, you know, an extended period of time. And as, as Sean Payton said, this team is going to play better teams than the Chicago Bears. And so right. you've got to look at that and say, hey, man, we were really resilient in how we came back and won this football game, but also kind of got away with one. And we got to play a lot better football to make sure that doesn't happen again and uh, to make sure that as you play some of these teams over the next month or so, I mean, the Chiefs twice, a really good Jets defense this weekend, sure. um, you know, a, a game in Buffalo, and then uh, you don't want to discount anything the Green Bay Packers are doing. I mean, you're going to face some teams here that that – could, could get you if you mm -hmm. play the way you did against Chicago. So I think there's a lot to motivate this team. Definitely, and hopefully we'll see that momentum coming off that game for the rest of the week here as they head into another game at home versus the Jets this weekend. Eric, yeah. appreciate you coming on the show. You got it, Sid. Well, that'll do it for today's episode of Broncos Now. Broncos Country, thanks so much for tuning in. I'll meet you right back here on the Broncos Podcast Network and YouTube tomorrow for another episode. And Hall of Famer Steve Atwater will be joining the show, so if you have any questions for him, please drop them in the comment section below. I'll see you all then.